Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. If you were the head of a Department of Elections, what would be your job, do you think? Well, I can think of a few, like make policy to enforce voting laws, right? Laws come down uh, from the state legislature, let's say, and you have to make policy that's going to enforce those voting voting laws. Uh, how about maintain election integrity? Because obviously election integrity is huge if our democracy is going to work the way that it works. Uh, count ballots correctly. I mean, that's obviously one of the main, my main jobs is to count the ballots that come in and to do so correctly. Uh, keep ballots secure both before and after the count in case there's a, a recount. Uh, report results of elections correctly. So when I report something, I need to make sure that what I'm reporting is the actual count and not something that has you know been tampered with in, in any way. And of course, to be as nonpartisan as possible. Um, this is a, a position, a Department of Elections, uh, that needs to be nonpartisan because both parties, the major parties, and even the minor parties are all counting on you to do your job correctly without any kind of politics going on. In the last November's election, uh, presidential election in particular, there were a lot of questions that were brought up about heads of Department of Elections not doing their job, not doing the things that I just even went over myself. And many uh, liberals would say, well, you know, that went to the courts and it was all decided, everything was squeaky clean. Of course, that's not the truth. The truth is that those courts decided not on whether or not there was election fraud, but whether or not the process was followed correctly. Of course, I'm not a lawyer and I don't even play one on TV or on a podcast, <laughs> but, but I do know enough to know that when it comes to legal stuff, that a court can rule on the process of whether or not somebody can actually even bring the case or has standing is, is what they call it. And, and, and that's what was being ruled on in those court cases, not whether or not there was evidence of fraud. So when I saw this article from Paul Sperry of Real Clear Investigations, uh, and it was just written the other day, uh, it was kind of interesting because things are starting to come out now about the elections, particularly in Georgia, but in other places as well. So let's, let's see what he has to say here. It says, when Fulton County, Georgia, poll manager Susie Voiles sorted through a large stack of mail-in ballots last November, she noticed an alarming, odd pattern of uniformity in the markings of Joseph R. Biden. One after another, the absentee votes contained perfectly filled in ovals for Biden, except that each of these darkened bubbles featured an identical white void inside them in the shape of a tiny crescent, indicating that they'd been marked with toner ink instead of a pen or pencil. 
Adding to suspicions, she noticed that all of the ballots were printed on different stock paper than the others, and she and, and, and she handled as part of the statewide um, hand recount of, of a razor-thin November 3rd presidential election. And none was folded or creased, as she typically observed in mail-in ballots that had been removed from envelopes. In short, the Biden votes looked like they had been duplicated on a copying machine. All of them, she said, now this is her, quote, all of them were strangely pristine, is what she said. Um, she's, she said that she's never seen anything like that in 20 years of monitoring elections in Fulton County, which includes much of, of Atlanta, of course. She wasn't alone. Not just her. At least three other poll workers observed the same thing in stacks of absentee ballots for Biden processed by the county. And they have joined Voiles in swearing under penalty of perjury that they look fake. So these people, they, they're, they're not, you know, trying to sell a book. There's nothing to gain from what they're having to say. And yet they, under penalty of perjury, swore that what they were uh, looking at when they were counting these ballots looked fake. Now, election watchdogs have used their affidavits because they signed these affidavits to help convince a state judge to unseal all of the 147,000 mail-in ballots counted in Fulton and allow a closer inspection of the suspicious Biden ballots for evidence of counterfeiting. They argue that potentially tens of thousands may have been manufactured in a race that Biden won by just 12,000 votes, thanks to a late surge in mail-in ballots counted after election monitors were shooed from State Farm Arena in Atlanta. And we did a podcast on this. You can go back into the archive uh, and you can always, uh, of course, uh, find those there at uncommonsensepodcast.com. And we did go over some of what was going on uh, when uh, when the video was released and how they uh, took out these bins uh, after they had shooed off all of the, 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 the workers, except for a few. And then they stayed later and put these uncovered ballots through the process after there was nobody there to watch whether or not this was the right thing or not. Quote, we have what is almost surely major absentee ballot fraud in Fulton County involving 10,000 to 20,000 probably false ballots, said Garland Favorito. The, he's the lead petitioner in the case and a certified poll watcher who runs VoterGA.org, one of the leading advocates for election integrity in the state of Georgia. Now, he said that the subject ballots remain in the custody of election officials and inaccessible from public view. Quote, we have confirmed that there are five ballots of shriek wrap ba uh, ballots in County Warehouse, Favorito said in an interview with Real Clear Investigations, he and other petitioners were ordered to meet at the warehouse at May 20, on May 28th to settle the terms of the inspection of the absentee ballots. But the day before the scheduled meeting, the county filed a flurry of motions to dismiss the case, delaying the inspection indefinitely. Quote, 
We will be in court on June 21st to resolve these motions, he said, calling for another, calling uh, these, these things another roadblock that the county had tried to throw in their way. He expects talks uh, over the logistics of the inspection to resume after the 4th of July holiday. As part of the May 21st order, Superior Court Judge Brian Amaro requested official, uh, officials guard the warehouse uh, around, around the clock until the inspection date can be set. But just eight days later, if this isn't suspicious, right? Just eight days later, a breach of the security was reported after sheriff deputies left their posts for just a couple of hours. The front door was found unlocked and a and wide open in violation of the court order. County officials confirmed that a Motion detection alarm was triggered Saturday, May 29th, shortly after the deputies drove away from the building in their patrol car around 4 p.m. But they said a locked room where the ballots were kept, quote, was never breached or compromised. (laughs) Favorito, of course, is not convinced, and the lawyer is seeking to obtain the video uh, footage from the building security cameras. How do we know for certain there was no tampering with the ballots? Asked Favorito, who said that he did not that, that he did not vote for Donald Trump. News of the security lapse caught the attention of the former president, who has claimed his loss to Biden was marred by fraud. In a statement, he implied election officials in the Democratic-controlled county are trying to hide evidence of fraud. "Quote: They are afraid of what might be found." Unquote. Trump also close, closely monitored the ongoing election audit in Arizona, another red state that turned blue in 2020. If evidence of fraud is found in these key swing states, it might help confirm suspicions. The election was, quote, stolen from Trump and the, tw- and the seven, 74 million who voted for him. As a recent poll found, 61% of Republicans believe as well as provide as provide the proof for voter fraud that Democrats and major media have long claimed didn't exist. So the cases would potentially give another background state's uh, incentive to take steps to tighten election security and root out fraud, including passing legislation to limit the use of controversial mail-in drop boxes and require the verification of signatures on such ballots. In Georgia, it states, Relatively few mail-in ballots were rejected for invalid signatures in November general election, even though several thousand had been disqualified for signature issues in the primary election. So what they're saying is in the primary, there had been several thousand disqualified because their signatures didn't match up. But when it came to the November election, almost none were rejected, which is kind of interesting. In a move that inspired national boycotts alleging voter suppression, Georgia recently passed a law limiting, but not removing, the drop boxes. And and again, you have to understand why. They had a lot of drop boxes that were put out in insecure or unsecure, whatever you want to call it, uh, places. And and then this was because they said because of covid people needed a place to drop their their ballots off and and they actually went and did illegal type things uh, in all in the name of covid 
And the state uh, had installed for the first time under pressure from these Democratic groups, these drop boxes. Uh, who, and, and, uh, and, and so now what the, the law says is that you can have drop boxes, but basically what they have to do is they have to be uh, in uh, secured areas. They have to be indoors. They have to be, uh, you know, open 24 hours a day avail- available uh, for people to drop things off. Um, there, there's just some, there's some regulations around keeping these drop boxes secure. Now, voting by mail traditionally was limited to voters who had clearly defined and well-documented reasons for, you know, the, being an absentee voter. But Democrats in key swing states lobbied to relax the rules in the middle of the election and admit the coronavirus pa- uh, pandemic was the reason, is, is what, they, what, what they used. The article says in mail-in or drop-off ballots create opportunities for voter error and fraud. In a typical election, one in 20 mailed ballots are rejected, according to the recent studies. More than 534,000 mail-in ballots were rejected during the 2020 Democratic primaries alone. Still, both Republican and Democratic officials in Georgia say that they have found no credible evidence of widespread fraud in the general election. Democrats, as well as many major media outlets, have written off uh, Favorito's group's uh, allegations of fraud as conspiracy theories. (laughs) Have you heard that before, right? Uh, This is nothing more than a circus that's being put on by those who promote the big lie that Trump won the election, said Rob Pitts. Um, Rob Pitts is a, is a Democratic chairman of Fulton County uh, Board of Commissioners. And he said, quote, where does it end? The votes have been counted and the election has been certified. It's over. Pitts uh, effectively controls the county election board through the Democratic uh, appointee, Mary Carol Cooney, who runs the board. They are in charge of, se- of the securing of the ballots um, and, and, uh, and, and, of course, the warehouse in which they are housed. But Judge Amaro, this is the judge that, that wants to, to look into this case, uh, who fe- federal election records show is a Democratic donor, felt compelled to unseal the ballots for a forensic review after reading the sworn affidavits submitted by election monitors. Here are the key witnesses in the case. First of all, it's Susie Voiles, a, a veteran Fulton poll manager who audited the November 14th recount at Georgia World Congress Center testified she examined several stacks of ballots of about 100 ballots each from a uh, cardboard box marked box number five, absentee, batch number 2836. She said these ballots came from the ballot drop boxes that had been placed throughout Fulton County. Quote, most of the ballots had already been handled. They had been written on by people and the edges were worn. They shown obvious use. She wrote in, and this is what she wrote in her November 17th affidavit. Quote, however, one batched it out. It was pristine. There was differences in the texture of the paper and these mail-in ballots hadn't been folded, even though they obviously had been removed from envelopes. So they were supposed to be <laughs> removed from Obviously, a voter envelope, right? That's how you you do an absentee, absentee ballot. 
and yet these did not have fold marks. But all three of the 110 ballots in the bundle, which uh, had been labeled State Farm Arena, were marked for Biden and appeared to be identical ballots. The most alarming most alarming thing, right, <laughs> was the identically marked ovals next to Biden's name in every ballot. The bubble next to Joseph R. Biden had a slight white eclipse in the bubble, she said, leading her to believe that the batch of 107 Biden ballots had been copied from a single ballot. Uh, Voyles speculated that additional absentee ballots had been hand, uh, added for Biden in a fraudulent manner at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta on election night. The void she uh, and others, uh, other auditors witnessed in the exact same spot of the oval filled in on 107 ballots for Biden was alarming to us, she said. Voyle said uh, this in an interview with RCI. Every single bubble was precisely alike. I had never seen that before in 20 years of election monitoring. But when she and others recounted, uh, recount workers raised um, concerns with the county election officials, quote, we were told not to worry about it, she said. Quote, they seemed uninterested in the integrity of the ballots. After Voyles later blew the whistle in affidavits and state election hearings. She was fired as a poll manager by the Fulton County Department of Elections. Quote, I got the boot for speaking the truth, she told RCI. Robin Hall, a certified Fulton County recount observer, also testified that she witnessed a number of boxes of absentee ballots marked 100% for Biden. That appeared to be perfectly filled out as if they were pre-printed with the presidential candidate selected. She stated, quote, they did not look like a person had filled out uh, this at home. All of them looked alike. Judy uh, Ob also worked at the World Congress Center on November 14th, where she observed the same thing, quote, suspicious batches, unquote, of mail-in ballots for Biden, whose markings appeared identical as if they had been duplicated by a machine and not filled out by a voter at home. Barbara Hartman, another election official auditor, also doubted the uh, uh, the authenticity of the ballots uh, she handled that she said were never folded, as would normally be the case for ballots returned in an envelope by mail or dropped in a box. The absentee ballots looked as though they had just come from a fresh stack. Uh, she swore in her affidavit, I could not observe any creases in the ballots, and it did not seem like they were folded and put into envelopes or mailed out. Also, the majority of the mail-in ballots that I received contained suspicious black perfectly bubbled marks for Biden, Hartman stated, add, adding that they looked as if they were stamped. The veteran poll worker found no plausible explanation for the anomalies other than possible fraud. However, 
Now, here's here's uh, the election officials. However, election officials have offered an explanation for why the mail-in ballots uh, examined in the stacks did not have folded creases. Now, we all want to hear this. I mean, obviously, there, there sounds like definitely something going on. So let's hear what they had to say. They say ballots are sometimes uh, copied onto other paper when they are too damaged or uh, you know, they're too damaged to be fed through one of the scanning machines during the tabulation. And the mailed ballots can be torn or crumpled by postal workers during delivery or by poll workers while opening them and removing them from envelopes, which could present the machine, uh, could prevent the machine from reading them. Now, <laughs> I'm going to say a couple things here. First of all, the election laws say that if you do have a damaged ballot, then the ballot has to can, has to be saved. It yes can be copied onto a, a a paper that can be fed through the machine, but then the damaged one still has to remain. They're not showing thousands of ballots that were damaged, and so we're so this will be interesting to see if they can uh, and are able to get to these um, to this warehouse and see what. Um, what damage ballots they actually have. But Favorito suspects that hundreds, if not thousands, of allegedly duplicated absentee ballots for Biden might be connected to spikes in votes for Biden he observed late on election night in Fulton County after election officials cleared monitors from State Farm Arena and pulled cases full of ballots out from underneath tables and began to scan them. The other, the other thing here, and I'll stop here for a second. The, the other thing that is interesting is if it is, as these election officials say, that these were just damaged ballots that we had to recreate. Well, that's not going to be the case either because they're all for Biden. And so uh, did, did only Biden votes get, you know, shredded by the postal workers or something? I mean, this is, this is just not, not the case. Um, Favorito says here, quote, there's always the chance that it was an inside job, uh, a career IT professional who's been uh, a leading advocate for Georgia election integrity over the past two decades. It is Favorito, and this is what he said. On November 3rd, Fulton County election officials informed monitors that they were shutting down the State Farm Tabulation Center before midnight, only to continue counting throughout the night while no one was watching. And we obviously, like I say, we've, we've documented this. We hit... And we ha uh, have the video. Um, it says here, quote, election workers uh, don't bring ballots in after the supervisor um, has delayed um, processing until the morning. Hide them under a table and then bring them out for scanning and tabulation after the supervisor tells monitors they are done scanning for the evening and they need to go home, is what he said. Once scanning was completed and... It, Election line feed showed an unprecedented vote spike and turned the election in favor of Biden, he added. In fact, quote, just over a half hour after workers scanned the potentially fraudulent ballots, an election line feed showed a 100,000 plus vote spike for Biden. Quote, where did those ballots come from? And why did they handle them so suspiciously, he asked. Voyles noted that the county election supervisor who oversaw the secret scanning of, this, of the cases 
uh, full of ballots also helps run the warehouse where the suspicious ballots are stored. And of course, was somehow broke into, right? <laughs> Similar anomalies in other counties. Favorito pointed out that the, the potential for counterfeit ballots exists in other Georgia counties, not just Fulton. In fact, two Democratic poll workers blew the whistle on similar uh, anomalies they witnessed in neighboring DeKalb and, and Cobb counties, where the election process also is controlled by, yes, guess who, Democrats. Carlos E. Silva, one uh, for one, declared in a November 17th affidavit that he observed a similar perfect black bubble in in absentee ballots for Biden during the recount that he worked on in DeKalb County. And while overseeing the Cobb County recount, he swore he observed absentee ballots being reviewed with the same perfect bubble that had been seen the night before in DeKalb. All of these ballots had the same characteristics. They were all for Biden and had the same perfect bubble. Added Silva, a reg registered Democrat. Uh, he's this guy, you know, again, not, not someone who has a bone to pick or whatever. Uh, he's a registered Democrat. And he said there were thousands of mail-in ballots that just had the perfect bubble marked for Biden and no other markings on the rest of the ballot. Again, here is here. These are ballots that had no other markings. I mean, you have a ballot that that supposedly thousands of people just said, you know what? I'm not going to vote for anybody other than Biden. Boom, Biden perfectly filled in. Boom, I'm sending it off. Of course, it's on different paper. It's not folded. It's pristine. But that that's what we're supposed to buy here. Another registered Democrat, Myra uh, Romera, testified that while monitoring the Cobb County recount, she noted uh, that hundreds of these ballots seemed impeccable with no folds or creases. The, the bubble selections were perfectly made and, and all happened to be selected for Biden. <laughs> so again, there, these are, these are people who uh, you know, have no reason to lie. They have no reason to perjure themselves, no reason to sign an affidavit other than the fact that they're doing their jobs of pointing out irregular irregularities. And, and yet some of them are being fired for doing their jobs. And now that a judge is saying, wow, this, and again, a judge that is someone who gives to the democratic party. Okay. He is saying, wow, this is something we have to look at. And when, when he, he sets the date to go look at, uh, at, at these uh, ballots and to, to see what's going on here, suddenly there's a flurry of, uh, of, of court uh, gyrations that, that the county is doing to try to block this. That doesn't seem like something you should do if you're a head election official. I mean, again, your job is to make policy to enforce voting laws. It's to maintain election integrity, to count those ballots correctly, to keep ballots secure both before and after the count, Re report results of an election correctly, and do it in a nonpartisan way as possible. I mean, how how if 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 these are truly good ballots, then why wouldn't you want openness? Why wouldn't you want light shined on this? Why wouldn't you want to inspect these? But no, the election officials there don't want you to see these. They don't want you to inspect these. They don't want this inspection to happen.
And so they're doing everything they can to throw roadblocks in the way. That only smells of fraud. They're trying to hide fraud. There's, if, if you can tell me, if, if you can, can, can come up with something else other than the fact that there's, there's fraud cover up here, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say on that. You can always go to uncommonsensepodcast.com. You can always uh, send, send uh, you know, a communication there. We will look at those. We respond to every single one personally. We'd love to hear from that and, and see what you'd have to say. Because the way it looks now, it looks like there definitely was fraud here. And again, we as a country cannot have a, a voting system that it, that that is that does not have integrity. That is a key part of how we stay free. And again, go to uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Organite Communications.